Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Truth. You got to protect fields better. You got to protect that kid better. Knowledge. We've got to be able to tackle unabashed honesty. These kids, they're believing, they're buying in. Here we go. That's the guy that has to make it happen. What do you expect from legends? Hampton OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The Hampton OB Show starts now. Indeed, it does. A lot to dissect here about the Bears' 35-32 loss to the Miami Dolphins. Just down the street on the lakeshore there at Soldier Field. Andy Mazur alongside the guys here. and So many angles you can come at from this game because we saw a lot out of Justin Fields today. we kind of seen it the last couple of weeks with him using his legs as well as using the arm at times. Uh, third down conversions, a whole lot better. Uh, defensively, there were some lapses. Uh, officials... <laughs> That last play with Claypool, the, the, the defender gets five to ten on the streets if that happens. It was uh, it was uh, it was a horrible call. I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I'm guessing uh, Miami had uh, the, their officials had Miami in a survivor yeah. pool and didn't want to see that happen. Uh, you know, Ob, so so much of the uh, the first half we. Uh, Talking about the offense specifically, you know, so much of what we've been screaming and beating the drum for all year, it, it, they they were able to do it. They got Claypool involved, they got Komet involved, and you know Justin Fields doing you know I don't I, what he had more rushing yards today, and I guess you heard it on television than any quarterback in NFL history in a regular season game. What I mean, was the score of the game? But. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough, and that's where we're going. And OB, you know, obviously the offense, it wasn't a stride or two. It was a lot better. It was so much better, but late in the game when we had to have it, when we needed it, and Miami started playing the soft zone, we couldn't get anybody open, and the running of a quarterback is not going to beat an NFL team in the fourth quarter. Not in the long run, it won't, Danny, but I'll tell you what. I saw a lot of things I like today. Uh, I, I don't think on both sides of the ball, I don't think I saw anybody give up, Dan, or throw in a towel. That includes the coaching staff. Um, I would love to have seen our passing game develop more. You know, I don't want to see our quarterback running for 170, 90, 200 yards, 140, 150, because that, if that happens week after week after week, folks, more often than not, we're going to lose week after week after week after week. Uh, I just uh, I thought thought just maybe we could take the Dolphins down, and then Detroit coming in. Uh, you know, I I thought it, things were looking pretty good, but again, what, no matter what Justin Fields did today, the bottom line is we lost the football game. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Yep. He had more yards running. Than he did passing. Now, if if you get a steady diet of that, folks, and I don't mean to be a downer here or whatever, but I'm telling you, if our quarterback is running for more yards than he is passing in the year 2022 in the National Football League, we are going nowhere, folks. We're going nowhere. All that being said, in my mind, this game was decided by a blocked punt. You know, that was it was a bridge too far to overcome and again we our defense they 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 fought really hard and they scratched and clawed and got a couple of you know stops in the fourth quarter actually two was the guy that you know that stopped the offense on fourth and and one but at the end of the day and Andy this is the thing that I I, I take out of this game is you know the direction of the entire football team, you know, the block punt, it looked like it was Khalil Herbert's uh, uh, dude that, uh, you know, slipped him and got back and, and blocked the kick. But all that being said, mm. you know, the bad call at the very end of the game on uh, on Chase Claypool, like you said, hey, he's getting arrested if yeah. he does that on the street. But they didn't call it 
So it didn't count. So all that being said, so much to to take away, and we've got two hours to talk about it. But, man, what a gut punch. What a gut punch. This was a game right there. One play cost us the game, and yet, you know, now we're 3-6 and and looking up. Well, Danny, you look at a couple of stats here. Yards per play, we were a little over five yards. They were over seven yards per play. And here's the one that really gets you, pal. Yards per pass, folks. We were a little over three yards per pass. Let me say that again. A little over three yards per pass. They were our opponents, the Dolphins, over 10 yards per pass. You know, and what's weird is looking at the stats going into the game, what was Miami averaging per pass attempt? 10.1. 10.1. That's exactly hmm. what they had today. So, you know, Miami. They, and we did what, what, what we Yeah. We don't pass the football. Well. In the passing league. And Dan, now, what, what, I don't care how you cut it, Dan. When that final gun goes off at the end, if we don't get this damn passing game involved and stop this kid from running from one end of the field to the next, which eventually, again, he will get cranked. There's Make no mistake about that. We've got to get the passing game involved. We've got some people that can make catches. Commit. Come, my God. Come on, let's get it involved. And and you know what? At the very end of the game, EQ St. Brown, that ball hit him right in the hands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, again, it's a it's a there's a reason why he was available and the Packers didn't want him. Obviously, I think we identified that on the last play for the Bears. But all that being said, a lot of progress. Luke Getzey had a had a. I loved his game plan his game up plan. until the fourth quarter, and things started getting too compressed. And at, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, this is you know we're, all year long. I was thinking about that Washington loss. Well, this is the one I'm going to be thinking about now. Well, Danny, let me tell you something. I agree. Uh, Getzey last couple of times. I tell you, he's opened up a little bit, a little bit smarter game planning. But I'll tell you, when we came into cr- crunch time. All they were waiting for and relying on was Justin Fields, our quarterback. Not to throw the ball, but to run the football. You could feel it, play after play, set of downs after set of downs, middle of the third quarter, late third quarter, the fourth quarter. It was all on him running the football. And I'm going to tell you, folks, no, I don't. what kind of football fan you are or who, whatever, if you have a quarterback that's running that football and running for more yards than passing, you're going nowhere. And the Bears fall today to the Miami Dolphins, 35-32. to We have plenty of time for your phone calls, 312-981-7200. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We'll get to those calls next on WGN. Jones, the block at the left tackle. Time for Fields. Now he'll accelerate at the first down and break tackles, and he's off to the races. Oh, he got a terrific block down there by Moody. He's in for six. 61-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Justin Fields. Man, that courtesy of CBS Sports, Kevin Harlan there on the call. Justin Fields, 61-yard run, our play of the game, sponsored by Good Foods. Game Day is Guac Day. Bears fans enter to win amazing prizes at gamedayisguacday.com. Good Foods Guac, available at Jewel Osco. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at chevydriveschicago.com. 312-981-7200. That is our phone number. Guys, we have full phones, so let's uh, get right out and see what the fans have to say. Let's hit it. All right, let's uh, start our conversation with... John, listening in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Go ahead, John. Hey guys. hey, guys. Enjoyed the show. Enjoyed the game. I blame the game, first of all, on the refs, but most of all on the offensive coordinator because he he just chickened out in the last quarter. And in the last possession, there's no fly or post pattern runs by Claypool or Moody. How do you not throw the ball up and down the field and try to win the game? Bingo. You don't get it. And then Brown should have be, Brown should be cut. All right, John. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate All right, it. Thanks. Okay. Well, uh, just looking at it, if you have Fields, your, our quarterback passed for 178 yards in 15 carries. Uh, our running back uh, yeah. Montgomery had how many carries? 14 carries and 36 yards. 14 carries and 36 yards. So he had more carries than our featured running back. He passed for 123 yards for a total of 301 yards. 178 running, 123 passing. 
It's going to be, folks, I'm, I, I'm just telling you, we come up with those stats the following week, the week after that, the week after that, we're going to be talking about the same damn thing. We got to reverse those numbers. You got to pass for 278, 378, four something. And you got to run for 88 yards, 90 yards, 124 yards. That's how you win football games in this league. And if we keep this up, we're not going to win a lot of games. I know it's exciting as hell today, and it's wonderful to see and whatever have you, but two things are going to happen. We're not going to win a lot of games, and fields eventually will go down. Well, the two things that I, I, I kind of take out of this was you know, our, our offensive line, the, the pass protection is still such uh, it's, you know, poor enough to where Justin Fields, after two and a half seconds, I mean, he's he's not sitting around. He's 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 getting on the move. So all that being saying said is, hey, sooner or later we got to be able to beat people in coverage. And they started playing a soft zone. We we didn't we didn't have nobody that was able to uncover. And that left him with virtually no option. I think of the how many rushes was it? Fifteen, mm-hmm. fifteen yeah, carries. Fifteen he had. Probably four. And Montgomery were, had fourteen. Yeah, I, I think eleven or twelve of those were just getting out of the pocket, trying to make something happen, getting to the you know the the chains and and getting the first down. All, all I can tell you is you're exactly right. When your quarterback has five times the the yardage running the ball as your your featured running back. Something's out of whack. We've yes, got is. to get better. Yes, it is. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. That is our telephone number. If you want to jump on the phone here and uh, jump on the air with us, like a Mark in Broadview. Mark, you're on with Happen OB. Hey guys, I just want to make a comment about the defense today. Um, the slant was open all day, and uh, they didn't play to the ball. And uh, I think we would have got better coverage from JB Pritzker than we got today from the DBs. Hey, Mark. Yep. You know that's a, you, what you said. You're that, very good. Uh, you observed very well because that's what Hampton started saying late in the third quarter, and in the fourth quarter, we're the slants. We're the slants. Honest to God, Mark. You two guys, you you, you hit it. You nailed it. <laughs> well, the, the, and again, I didn't. I didn't like the scheme. You know, Alan Williams, the defensive coordinator. Obviously, this is a job nobody wants. Those that passing game is doing things nobody has ever done. Having two receivers, you know, close to seventeen hundred yards after eight games, and so yeah, they tried some different things early in the game. We were trying to put Brisker up underneath and having the corners play back real soft, like a three deep zone, and. They ate us alive. The slants and the over route, which Tyreek Hill, nobody can run with him. So, you know, if you can just have two and a half seconds for him to clear over the back of the, uh, the, the linebackers, I mean, that was open. And, they, and Tua was able to hit it. But here's the thing. So much of the time, why are, why are people attacking the middle of the field? Well, that's where the weakness is. That's Eddie Jackson. And he's not a very good cover. Guy, he but can't tackle. Now he can't there. cover. So, all, Danny, yep. all day attacked us over the middle, all all four quarters long. And everybody's going to do that. I mean, you don't think Detroit will be eyeballing this all week, and they can't wait to attack us. Three one two ninety one seventy two hundred. The number. Randy and Shorewood joins us next. Here, Randy, you're on with Happen Ob. Hey, so I was. I'm going to agree with what Ob said here before the break. We need to learn to pass the ball. Yeah, we can run. We did an amazing job running, but we need to learn to throw it. But my main reason for this call is these refs. Not only that last pass interference that should have been called, which wasn't, which had me screaming at my TV, but um, there should have been roughing the passer on the field when he put off his body weight down on him. And also there should have been intentional grounding when two of the throws to nobody, even with a blocker there, I don't know if he wasn't a receiver. I called last week. I was more impressed this week when we throw. My last call was about not throwing, but we threw better, but still not enough. We need to get that fixed. Well, and and here's the thing, you know, oh, officials they 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 have a certain template in my mind. They go into a game with preconceived notions, and you know, for them to call it. On Waddle and Eddie Jackson looking back for the ball there, you know, 10 minutes before the, the final play to uh, Chase Claypool or the next to final play. And they call it against Eddie Jackson. But what happened to Claypool was three times more egregious and they didn't even 
touch the flag. They didn't even act like they wanted to to pull it out. I'm not, again, it's like they have some kind of a you know a preconceived notion that oh, bear receivers aren't you know capable of creating pass interference. I guess I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, Danny. I I, I hope that you're a little wrong on that uh, that one statement that some of these refs come in with preconceived notions or, or whatever they want to do. There should be one. One notion or one whatever you want to call it, okay? And that is keep a damn open mind and call play after play the right play. And if a ref, it's a back judge and there's a line judge that disagrees with that back judge, have a meeting, go over it. It'll only take you a few seconds and make the right call. Make the right call. But the first call is... You go into every game with an open mind. And if there are referees out there that are not doing that, they better get them the hell out of this league. Well, and and I agree with you. But how can you make the call on Jackson and then 10 minutes later not make the same exact call when it was worse? All right. Well, here, Dan. That's what I'm I'm saying. I think they got some kind of a a scheme. Well, let's say – here, you know what should happen? Let's say we take that avenue you're talking about. Then the commissioner of this league, the head of the referees – Call that crew in. Bring him in. Yep. Bring him in. Sit him down. Eberflus needs to make a statement. And you know what? When we took a knee with, what, 10 seconds left in the uh, opening half, I looked at you and I said, what? Well, you know, we're just taking – throw it down. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. we, we, we kind of are uh, the battered wife syndrome where we know we're not going to get a call. Dan, you know what? That, and and there's, that's nothing for a, coach, a head coach or a general manager to be afraid to do. Call the damn league and make the request, okay? You should be on Does the phone right now. it have to be now. in the newspapers and, on the, and all this? No, it doesn't. Just get them in there and go over it because, yes, maybe they did make mistakes. And maybe the crew is capable of correcting them, or maybe they're not, Dan. But you gotta you gotta speak up, you gotta go through the right channels, and, and they shouldn't be afraid to go ahead and do that. Oh, I don't want I'll upset the league and they'll get mad and we'll do this. The hell with that. And it'll be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. If you're on hold, please stay there. We're gonna take a break here for the news. Ron Brown has it for you here on WGN. Montgomery with passing game, first and goal. The fake and a good one to the end zone. Come up, touchdown. His second today. Four-yard touchdown pass. Courtesy CBS Sports. And a second touchdown there for Cole Komet. The Bears do lose 35-32. Hampton OV sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Yeah, I'd just like to say hi to three three very good friends of mine, Ted Nielsen and his son Jeff Nielsen and Jeff Eater. Uh, Jeff, Ted Nielsen, and Jeff, they own Nielsen Enterprises out in Lake Villa. And that's where I bought all my toys, toys, the Wave Runners, the motor scooters, and everything. And all three of them are great Bear fans. And I listen, they listen to us all the time. So big shout out to you guys. Thank you. Can they officiate? Better than that happened out here today, I'll tell you. Good. Yeah, I just uh, tweeted out a picture of uh, somebody captured this uh, right as the. Pass interference was not called on Chase Claypool. And uh, the Miami defender has both hands around Claypool's chest, and the ball is not in the picture yet. So, I mean, that was obviously a, a, a horrible call or a non-call. And you know what? The way you know we always kind of uh, approached it, OB, was, well, play so well that they can't steal it from you with a bad call. Okay? Well, we... This offense is still just trying to figure things out. Now, to highlight that, and we're going to get right back to the phones. That's the most important thing you said so far going into the ninth game. Stick around. Our I got a bunch of trying to figure out what the hell it is that they do. Okay. here And here's a great illustration. Our leading receiver, Darnell Mooney, seven receptions, 43 yards. There's Tyreek Hill, seven receptions, 143 yards. Little bit of difference. A lot of bit of difference. You want to go from that? <laughs> go to the running game. It's the same story, Danny. You yep. got to get it cleaned up, folks. 312 981 7200. The phone number out to Rockford. We go with Mike. Mike, you're on with Happen OB. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Um, you know, I'm a regular caller and I'm always out to, to chastise and criticize the Bears when it's justifiably due. But I got to tell you guys. I'm wrong about Justin Fields, and um, I'm a nobody. I'm just a fan like everybody else. You guys are the experts, but I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm also pleasantly surprised at how Luke Getze has 
brought him on slowly and he's opening the playbook and we're seeing the tight end being used and all of a sudden Cole Komet, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a real guy out there there and uh, you know, maybe I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm excited. And if, if, you know, we had any bit of a defense, we would have won the game, Uh, you know, and we got rid of Quinn, we got rid of Smith. So what do you expect? Uh, These guys are playing hard. The coaching staff's got them playing hard. And I know as a player, guys, I only played high school football, but it, it sucks to lose, okay? And there's really no moral victories. But as a fan, I'm watching this this team start to develop. And I know those guys, I know how hard it is to prepare every week to go to the practices and being sore for three days after a game and watching tape and all that. And then you got to go through the whole thing again. The losing really sucks. And, um, you know, but these guys... They got to look for the future, guys. This team, I'm, I'm excited. I really am. There's some things they got to clean up, obviously, but I really am excited. And uh, thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Mike. You know, Mike, you make a, a lot of points, and I, I appreciate the optimism. But the one thing that OB wants to caution you with is, yeah, and again, you, I think you said it a week or two ago that I was on, on the bandwagon for Justin Fields before you jumped on OB, but all this optimism is is great now figure out an offense where you can get somebody open you know that the, the third touchdown the dolphins scored was on a wheel route to the running back and vic uh, nick morrow was screened by the tight end taking a, a, a you know an angle across and knocking uh, morrow out of coverage which enabled them to to score you can scheme up ways to get people open unfortunately we're not doing enough of that well, if you've heard me, and I, I, I talked till the, beyond the cows coming home, with Komet, Montgomery, Herbert, and, and Darnell Mooney, you've got to hear their names for four quarters, folks. You saw what happened today when they went to them. we got to get more of that. Those are the difference makers on our team. Hopefully, Claypool will be the fifth difference maker on our team. Excuse me, the sixth. Because I think Justin Fields can be a difference maker. But my God, Getsy's got to get some kind of a passing game going here in the next, what, seven, eight games we've got left? This is a passing league. We are not going to have a quarterback that's going to run every damn game for 170, 50, 200 yards, and we're going to win football games. It's not going to happen. You've got to get these people involved. They're quality athletes, they're quality football players. Komet, I think, is as good as any tight end if you go to the kid and use him. My God, what are, you, what, what are they thinking about? Let me ask you guys this, too, about, about Getze, because this is the first time he's been calling his own play. So, in essence, he's a rookie play caller, and a lot of times when the heat is on, rookies kind of go to what they you know, feel most comfortable with. I mean, it, it seemed like he got really conservative there in that last drive, Maybe because he didn't have the confidence to to call the plays he was calling earlier. I don't. I don't know. I can't. It's hard to get in the mind. He was hoping he'd get another six. What a sixty-yard run. Yeah. From our quarterback. Maybe he thought maybe that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and you know every game is a story unto itself, and it unfolds. And I got to tell you, Cody Whitehair did not help anything today. Michael Schofield, who has been the left guard the last two or three weeks. I thought the offensive line was much better. Braxton Jones got wore out a little bit by Chubb in the fourth quarter. But overall, the offensive line was not creating the holes for the running game, which creates this necessity of the quarterback to, by any means necessary, run for a first down. But what I was going to say to, to, to Mike was, all this optimism is great. Now, Cool it with all the quarterback running because that's how we're going to be right back to Trevor Simeon at bat. <laughs> 312-981-7200 is our telephone number. Let's go out and get one more in here before we have to hit our next break, and we'll go out to uh, Kevin in Chicago. Kevin, you're on with Happen OB. Hey. Afternoon, guys. Thanks for having the call. Donner. Uh, I just think it's cute. Bears great. Um, it's the same play up over the middle where the Dolphins were beating us for like 15, 20 yards each time. Just learn from an accident that was perspective. What that call that play call and why can't we figure it out? All right, Kevin, thanks. Appreciate the call. Well, like I, I said earlier, they were trying some kind of funky scheme where they wanted Brixker up closer to the line of scrimmage, trying to get a jam, and then the, the cut under 
on the out routes, which that was leaving the corners over the top because obviously they were scared of the deep ball all day. And so our corners were playing way too cautiously. You know, you said in the pregame, OB, attack. That should be the motto on both sides of, of the ball. Yes. Yeah, Go we didn't attack him. enough early in the game, and um, we were giving them the grass to, to, to run on, and they were taking it. And, you know, I, I am no – you know, big believer in Tua as, as the, you know, a franchise quarterback. But I got to tell you, he started off nine for nine. It was like Dan, two minutes. Was, those people were wide open. Yes. Wide open. You people are listening to us right now. I know you just came from watching, what game, watching the game out there or seeing it on TV. But we, we didn't have people sometimes within seven or eight, ten yards of a receiver. And it went on for four quarters and mostly right over the middle. They ate our zone up alive, and we never made any adjustments. 312-981-7200. That is our telephone number. We'll get back out to your calls here in just a moment. We've got to take a quick break here. And uh, the Bears lose 35-32 to to the Miami Dolphins out at Soldier Field. Happy to be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Miami battling win. Auto Group game-changing moment as the Dolphins were able to block the punt. That was the first attempt of a punt in the game by the Bears at that point, and it uh, it certainly turned things around there. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. And we were kind of watching that play and thinking, okay, well, Khalil Herbert got got beat a little bit there, but you were wondering if that play was going to come back and uh, got wind and burn. The guy ran yeah. right. He swam him inside. It, it, First of all, what is it. he doing as a backup? As a, as a as a blocker, a backup up back blocker, Dan, on the special teams. Well, yeah, I, I'm just saying, linebackers and uh, tight ends they are normally the guys that. What do we have? Eight tight ends on this roster for five years. They all should be out there. Yeah. Herbert should not be out there. Yeah. Montgomery should not, not be out there. No, he, he, you know, and again, it's a, it's, a, it's a, blocking on, on kicking teams is an acquired taste, and a lot of Fire. running backs they're just not very good at it. Well, guess what? They 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 saw something there. Miami did. They, they blew right at the kid yep. with Herbert up there. So somebody saw something from Miami, and guess what? It happened. He, Herbert had no business being out there. He's a blocker on a punting situation. We take one of the smaller guys on our team and put him there as a blocker? Come on. Before we get back to the phones, we do have some audio from head coach Matt Eberflus who addressed the, the situation there at the end of the game with the, the no call of the pass interference. Like everything, you know, you can agree to disagree. You know, you, you're, uh, from my vantage point, you know, it looked like it was a clean play. But, again, I wasn't all, all the way over there on the other side. So, uh, you know, I know the side judge or the, or the back judge in that particular case, um, they thought it was, and that was their opinion. They threw the flag. Simple as that. And, uh, again, uh, that was the, the play on Chase Clinton. Now get on the, the phone and yeah. call the league. Get going on that, exactly. That's what I would say. Yeah. Get all your ducks in a row here. And, 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 and by the way, not 9 o'clock tonight, make the call. Do it right now. Fresh in your mind. Do it right now. 312-981-7200. That is our telephone number. Teddy out in Athens, Georgia, joining us here on Happen OB. Go ahead, Teddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, Danny, OB, appreciate you guys. I'm old enough to remember when you got drafted, Dan. I mean, I went to the Super Bowl in 86 when you played in New Orleans. Uh, I'm, I'm 56 now. My, 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 my situation, what I want to say now is this. The Bears are closer than people think. I think they got a good team. They have a quarterback, exclamation point. My problem with it is that you can't have him run that often. You can't call design running plays. In the NFL, as great an athlete as he is and as tough as he is, he will not last. So you got to do what Mr. Finks used to do and build the team from the line of scrimmage out. We need offensive and defensive linemen. Um, we have a quarterback. you just got to build around this kid. I think the Bears will be 10-6 and six next year if they do it right. Um, well, Teddy, I'm a you huge know, Bears fan. Yeah. All right, T- Teddy, uh, yes, we appreciate your call, sir. And, and you, you being in Georgia, you got a real close look at a running quarterback, Michael Vick. That was the last time I can remember – Anyone being that effective running the ball as a quarterback in the NFL, 
But at the end of the day, what did he play? Seven, eight years? Then he got beat exactly. up? And then, exactly. they I mean, he won some games, but no big ones, no championships, no, you know, NFC championships to go to the Super So what I'm saying is that'll only get you so far. But here's the thing. Your it looks point, like this is what they're trying to develop, Dan. Yes. Well, no, I think it's all out of necessity. Our offensive line is, is so below par that so much of the time he's, you know, and when he gets out of the pocket, I mean, it's not like it's a perfect – pocket and he has all day it's breaking down and he's having to run for his life and try to make something out of it teddy thanks for the call guys appreciate it thank you very much thank you teddy let's get back out here to the phones and the fans who are are passionate about this one the bears lose 35 to 32 to the miami dolphins laszlo listening out in hobart indiana laszlo you're on hello Let's Laszlo. go. We'll put you on hold and see if we can get back to him. And let's get out to uh, let's switch gears. Get out to Ron in Plainfield. Ron, you are on with Hampton OB. Hey, hey guys. I really appreciate your uh, commentary. I had kind of two questions. One is, if Fields only has like two seconds, why don't they throw like inside slants? Every pass is one yard off the line of scrimmage, and the guy's momentum is going out of bounds. And then two, since the Bears probably aren't going to the Super Bowl as a team, what do you, what are they looking for? What are they looking to do? And what would you say are the two biggest needs they should target in the draft next year? Well, Ron, a great call. Before I do that, I'll just I I want to address the slant. All right, that's Dan Hampton has been saying that for the last three weeks. Where are the slants? Where are the slants? I mean, if we could sit here in a studio and see it, and Ron, you can see it where you're at. I, I don't know. You watch any? You watch any other team? That's all you see, especially when you get in the red zone. Especially when you get in the red zone, then you'll start seeing a slant. If you got a cornerback that's playing you head up, the slant is going to come automatic. It's going to happen. If you shade the inside, that's a better defensive position to be in, be in and not there. They played us head up. Do we try to throw slants? No, not this week. Not all year long. Am I correct in that, Mr. You're exactly Hampton? right. And you know what? The, the obvious answer is, why aren't they utilizing the, the meat of the field? The, the hard throws are outside the numbers. Why aren't they making the easy throws available? Like Miami did against us, thrown over the middle all day long, and folks. You, and and the, we did nothing about it. And, but my obvious answer is, it takes some stones to go across the middle knowing you're going to get popped. How about and, some smarts? Well, I'm just saying, evidently our receivers, and I don't want to say gutless, but why aren't we utilizing the slant? Everything opens up yes. once you beat them with the slant. Now everything else is possible. It's it's like we're we're playing with one arm behind our back in the passing game. You know what, Danny? It opens up the deep patterns when you got a guy, who, a, a flanker back or a guy that's in the slot, folks, and he comes and they start firing at those slants at you. You start coming up tight. You start playing inside. Then all of a sudden, bang! A hitch and go. They give you or the a fly gate. pattern or a deep post pattern. Folks are crossing ends deep. That's what you get when you make that play work. If you are on hold, please stay there. We will get to you, 312-981-7200. That is our phone number. We're going to take a break for news here and uh, then get back to more of our Happen OB postgame coverage after the Bears lose to the Miami Dolphins today, 35-32. to Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. News coming up next for the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chevy dealers, Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. As we continue here on Happen OB, sponsored by... Your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Happier player of the game today on defense. Well, it, it, it you know, by default, we didn't get any sacks. We, we didn't really stop them that often. But we did, you know, I mean, we held them to 28. And so all that being said, Jack Sanborn, who uh, got the start today due to the absence of you-know-who being traded. So, hey, um Hopefully, uh, it's a it's a good spot to build on, and uh, I, I I tell you what, he shows up. Uh, I like. He did. The, what do you have? Seven tackles today? Yeah, and and all of them within three four yards of the line of scrimmage. No, you know, eleven <laughs> yard gains for a tackle. We three, had enough of that. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred is our telephone number. Let's get back out to the fans out there, and uh, let's try one more time here with Laszlo lifting out in Hobart, Indiana. Laszlo, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How's your guys' day going? It's going well. What's on your mind? 
Um, okay, so I agree with OB and what the previous caller Randy said. We got to learn how to pass the football. I'm glad Kamek got involved, but it's ridiculous. We need to move the ball down the field. Yep, and you know, obviously, uh, there's a, a couple of things that you have to consider. Obviously, the Miami uh, offensive line superior to ours their receivers superior to ours but all that being said i think it's 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 a combination you know, a lot of receivers were not getting open uh the pressure was uh starting to break down the pocket and that is what uh, you know made it necessary for justin to run i think at least 10 of the 15 uh rushing attempts but all that being said we just got to get better. We got to have, you know, the quick slant is, is, is we, we went back and talked about this two weeks ago. Then we had a caller 30 minutes ago. How long are they going to, you know, play games? You got to use that. That is the most important. And, and that is, that is a pass that will gut a defense faster than anything will be. And we don't use it. No, we don't, Danny. And, and I, I just tell you something. We just got to get got to get smarter in game planning, and, and I mean it's gotten better. Getsy's gotten it better, okay. But again, I keep going back to the situation. You know, this isn't a gigantically long season. You're not playing two, three games a week. You're not playing 169, whatever it is, okay. Right now, it's 17 games, and you have to be ready to go from the get go. And so far, actually, folks, have we been ready? I would say no. I would say no. Because you're talking about going, what was this, our ninth game of the season? Yep. Our ninth game of the season, and we have a quarterback that ran for almost 200 yards. And we lost the football game. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, to put that in perspective real quick, Joe Mixon of the uh, the Bengals today scored four touchdowns, and he ran for 154 yards. Well, again, <laughs> we needed every one of the oh, ones definitely. that, uh, you know, Justin, uh, every one of the yards he was able to, to uh, gather today. Hey, but real quick, the last three games, talking about game plan in particular, at New England, we we scored 33. In Dallas, we scored 29. This uh, Today, 32. So, I mean, the days of scoring 10 points, 12 points, 15 points, maybe that's behind us. And talk about that rhythm, and it seemed like that at least it, you know with, with fields, it's hard to tell right now because of the fact that like you guys are talking about, no, well, that, no receivers are getting open. Yeah, Andy and Dan, that's what it is. Yeah. It's fields. Why are we converting on third down and and, and all these spectacular runs? It's fields. Whether it's a, a a designated run or it's a broken passing player or whatever have you, and he's the guy doing it. I'm telling you, I've been around this long enough. We are, we're here to win a world championship. A world championship. And I'm going to tell you, if, if, if he's going to, he's got to be the difference maker. But there's a thing called a passing game in this league. And, and everything goes to the passing game. And if we're going to rely on one, basically one guy to hold us into the game, folks, for four quarters and hope and pray somehow that we can pull a game out at the end where we've got the wrong coaching staff, we've got the wrong management, we've got the wrong owners. By the way, third down conversion today was 50%. Five of 10. Unfortunately, the Dolphins much better. 10 of 16. However, we did hold the ball 10 minutes longer. We talked in the pregame. What's the best way to stop Tyreek Hill? Make him watch. And... Unfortunately, when he got on the field, he yeah. was killing us. <laughs> yeah, there were two uh, two drives where one was fifteen plays and one was twelve plays, and that was uh, they were beauties. both converted touchdowns. into touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, we had they had Waddle and and Hill. We had no answer for him. That's very true. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred is our number. Let's get to uh, one more out here before we have to sneak in our next break. Let's go to Brenda out in Oak Forest. You are on with Happen Ob. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I love your show. So I want to zero in specifically on Getsy. Um, at the beginning of the season, actually before the season started, I've naively been really looking forward to him because he was so incredibly successful with the Packers. So if I could get him alone in a room, I'd like to ask him, okay, what's going on? Is the Bears leadership holding you back from doing some things you'd like to do? 
or is the raw talent lacking amongst the players, or what what the heck's going on? And I just would like to get your opinion as to how he would answer that. Well, I got an answer for you, Brendan. You ought to come on the show with Dan and I. That's pretty intelligent questions you're asking there, kiddo. <laughs> you know, I, I would like to know. We we screamed attack, attack, attack all the time. We did in the first half. Then it, oh, for whatever reason, it was almost like, oh, wow, we're really successful. Let's don't mess anything up. And we quit playing on the edge and attacking. It's Dan, crazy. That's the thing that, that, that I've seen over the last several years here. We... We're we're the take. I mean, we we're the guy that was a receiver. We're getting the guy getting punched. We, we folks, you can go back, go back to the past games this year, and then go back to last season, the season before, the season before, the season before. Do you think we're aggressive? Do you think offensively we tack down the field with all the different coaches and offensive coordinators we've had here and defensive coordinators? We don't. We just don't. And I don't understand it. And this is an aggressive game. And you got to have aggressive coaches and you got to have aggressive game plans. And most important, you got to have aggressive players. And if you can get that, then we're going to be fighting for a world championship year in and year out. And if you keep going the way we're going, we're going nowhere, folks. Bears fall to the Dolphins 35-32 at Soldier Field today. Have it be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. 312-981-7200 is our telephone number. We'll get back to more of your calls here in just a moment. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. Hot route! Hot route! Who brought it today? Looking at which bear played tough, played hard. Justin Fields, the man who brought it today, sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. Hapital B continues here, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bears fall to the Dolphins 35-32 to out at Soldier Field today. Next up is the Detroit Lions, who actually beat the Green Bay Packers today uh, in Detroit. And Minnesota won their game today, so the Vikings stay atop the division. And now there's a kind of a log jam there right behind them. And the Bears and the uh, Lions will be playing next Sunday at Soldier Field. 312-981-7200. The number, John and Rolling Meadows, has given us a call. John, you're on with Hampton OB. Hey, guys. Before yeah. the game started... Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Before he, before the game started, you guys said attack, attack, attack. We attacked, and then we retreated. And every time we attacked, we did great. John? Hello. Yeah, you're... You want you you he nailed passed, it yeah exactly you passed the test yes you were paying attention That's they good. didn't they didn't they didn't double down every time they should have doubled down on everything they did when they were aggressive and they backed off yep one hundred percent guys got a great show thanks John have a great, have a great day you too have a great thanks one. Johnny what a great call uh, you know the thing is obviously this. This is not, and we're not going to ever be as proficient throwing the ball as what the Dolphins are because we, you can't find receivers like that, you know, hanging around. Yeah, you got to go get them, and uh, that's what the Dolphins decided to do. They, they've got a, a franchise left tackle. They've got a quarterback they believe in. They've got, you know, great receivers, and uh, they know what how important it is to attack. Hopefully, we're starting to figure it out. 312-981-7200. That is our telephone number here. If you'd like to jump into the conversation, just like Don out in Lincolnshire. Don, you're on with Happen OB. Yeah, how are you, how are you guys doing? Good, Don. Good. Uh, I just have kind of a, a couple of questions, I guess. I don't understand why, um, you know, on the short yardage plays, uh, they give it to somebody and they go right up the middle all the time. Um it, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm thinking, you know, why can't they skirt out to the side or something? And um, another thing, too, is that if they're going to go up the middle, why don't they put two guys in the backfield, especially like on the goal line stands, and just push the quarterback right over, you know, the line? Uh, I see guys in the backfield just standing around while the line is being 
crunched, you know, at, at the goal line. Uh, uh, so I don't understand who's who's thinking about this stuff. Anybody? Well, evidently they're not. I, you know, I they legalized the, you know, the that whole concept of pulling and pushing, you know, your teammate into the end zone or to you know, a first down. Why not want to capitalize on it? And you're exactly right. I see teams, they got defensive linemen in the backfield now, and they, at the snap of the ball, the first surge is the offensive line, then the quarterback, and then the, you know, the, who's ever in the backfield comes and, uh, you know, gives them, uh, the, the old bowling ball effort. And, you know, it's, it's very effective. Why don't we do it? I guess that's the same reason why we're not attacking, OB. Yeah, absolutely, Dan. Very simple. You know, and we went out of the eye formation, I think it was first play of the second uh, drive of the game. And then and it was essentially no gain, and it was, you know, an interior run. And a lot of, of the football teams, there's two reasons why they do the sneak or they run in uh, on the inside. Well, our two tackles are, if you had to rate run blocking, they'd probably be the, the weak links. So if you, if you had great offensive tackles, then you would think more about hitting on the, on the edges or the flanks. But the other part is timing. And if you think back to the Green Bay game when Justin Fields on third, fourth and inches at the goal line, he takes the, the quarterback snap at, at, from shotgun and what does it take? A second and a half, two seconds to to make it back to the line of scrimmage? Ob, remember yep. we made such a big yep. deal out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So it's all about timing and where you believe you will get movement. That's where I can best surmise. Dolphins win it over the Bears today, thirty-five to thirty-two, and uh, that was the final out at Soldier Field. Got to keep today. rubbing it in, don't you? Yeah, I just want to let everybody know. Unfortunately, there's probably some folks driving back from the game that already know that, but some don't. Uh, let's get back out to the phones, and we'll welcome in Rob from Elmhurst. Rob, you are on with Happen OB. Happen OB, love you guys. You guys have the best post-game show. Uh, Thanks, I Rob. agree with you on everything you said in regards to the slants. But, Daniel, you, I know, played the 46. I know it may not be the same game, but where's our blitzing? Where are some of our stunts to get to the quarterback? Why are we always going with just pull off the front versus loading the box and attacking the damn ball. Rob, right. if you listen to me, if I said that once, I maybe said it, oh, excessive a thousand times over the years. If you want to win in this league, I mean, obviously you got to have the right head coach, offensive, defensive coordinator, position coaches, and you got to have the personnel, et cetera, et cetera. But I'll tell you one thing you better be. You better be an aggressive football team, okay? That's how this game is played. You don't want to be the receiver, okay? You want to be the giver. You want to attack, constantly attacking, attacking, having the pressure. Put the pressure on their defense. Go after them. Go after them from the get-go of the game. What the hell do you have to, to lose And instead of being passive? Same way defensively. Blitz. Throw a safety blitz, a strong side safety. Throw a weak side safety blitz in. Throw a corner blitz in. Come after them. Do line tricks. And again, the thing that I don't understand offensively, which, is, which really works with people if they just try it and do it, is go with a no-huddle or go on a quick count. Not just one play a game, but do it maybe one series, two series, a quarter. Try to keep them off balance. Go with a quick count. Go with a no huddle. We don't do that either. You think that wouldn't help our offense? You think that wouldn't help Justin Fields to go with a no huddle and maybe confuse the hell out of the defense? Because the defense also, they call audibles. So we may be able to screw them up, but if you don't attempt to go with a no-huddle or a hurry-up offense, it's not going to happen. And it's right there. It's right in front of you. Try it! How tough is that? We're going nowhere right now. We're spinning around in circles. For God's sake, somebody in that offensive situation, figure it out. Why can't you go with a hurry-up offense? Somebody answer that damn question. Well, it seems to work whenever we dare to try it. Hey, as far as defense, and here's here's the reality. That's not who Eberflus is, and Alan Williams is his coordinator. But 
essentially, you know, Eberflus sets up the game plan. Here's here's the the reason. Our defensive line, we you know, Mohammed. I mean, he nobody on this defensive line would even make our roster when I played. So I'm just saying they're not very good. All that being said, where are you the youngest and most uh, you know uh, vulnerable? That would be the secondary. We got we, well, you know Vildor, Vildor left, and then so Kyler Gordon, a, a, a rookie. Fourth round pick, and then Briscoe, another rookie. They were having to play every single play. And think about Eddie Jackson. I mean, he is poor in coverage, and so the, when you blitz, you're taking one more person out of the the uh, the net back there, if you will. So they are loath to blitz, and and the reason is because they know who we are. They know that we would have a lot of issues, and so don't be thinking we're going to be blitzing anytime soon. Well, Dan, I'm going to tell you, that those are simple things that can be done right away to help the defense better, to, to be more creative with the blitzes, and come with them. The blitzes with the line tricks, with the middle linebacker, the weak, the strong and well, Sam and Will, uh, weak side linebacker, your strong side safety. You can come with different blitz packages, but use them. Use them, but they're scared too. But by the good news, though, is, what the hell is there to be scared, Dan? We're three and six. Where are we? Tyreek Hill what, running by Eddie Jackson. We're, That's what yeah, what, of. Where we're running in mud is what we're running in, and and we're go, and we're going nowhere. Something's got to change, okay? And I used the word before this game today. What do they have to do? If you put it in one word, attack. What's the matter? What? Go after them downfield. We've got people that can catch the football. We got people that can get separation. And we're worried about a quarterback running for 170 some yards. We lost the damn football game. 312 981 7200, the number. If you're there on hold, please stay there. If you'd like to join us, jump on the phone. 312 981 7200. News time coming up here. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. I'm definitely looking for more yards, you know, every time I'm passing the ball. But, you know, just trying to, you know, put uh, the team in the best position, you know, I can put them in, you know, of course. just, just trying to stay on track, you know, first and second down, just trying to make it to uh, third and manageable for my team. I mean, we've been great on third down, uh, I think, in the past few weeks. So if we can keep doing that, we can keep having success. Justin Fields talking a little bit about why he was not throwing for more yardage today. He says he can, so they can keep having the success. Is that what he said? Well, he's talking about Did the fact that correctly? five of ten on third down conversions. To be third and manageable. Which after nine games, yeah, I mean we get an interference call, and who knows, throw it in the end zone a couple of times. Who knows, we may have stole a win. But you know, I just heard it on the news. The city officials are saying crime is down. That's why they didn't arrest that back judge for not throwing a penalty flag. <laughs> it was so clear. It was unbelievable. Pathetic. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We also have our BBB Trusted Review, sponsored by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. And the commentary there from Justin Fields will go into that category as we... Uh, Invite you to call us, 312-981-7200, as we have about uh, 20 minutes or so left on our post-game show. Let's go out to Bob listening in. Kerry, Bob, you are on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Oh, hi, guys. How you doing today? Um, I forgot to mention last week was my first time calling in, and uh, I just want to let you two know that I love your show. Thank and you, Bob. you have a lot of football knowledge, and I agree with almost everything you're saying. Um, my concern, um, this week, um, I'm not too worried about the offense anymore. Um, it's more, my concern is where is the defense going to go, um, in the future, the last two games, 49 points. And again, I uh, was 38 that they gave up today, right? 35, 35, but it was a block kick for touchdown. So technically 28. 28. Yeah. So. My concern is, um, I remember, well, Dan, you with the 1985 Bears defense. Uh, you guys had that attitude of, we're not going to even give up any points. I want the Bears to get back to that point. Uh, because then, if you can build a great defense and keep teams you know, maybe under 14 or 17 points, then fields can be more protected and run his normal offense, run the game, 
And I just wanted to see what you guys think I'm, uh, about your concern about where is this defense going to go now. Okay. Um, we appreciate your call. Oh, thanks. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, here's, here's essentially, I think, what the, 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 how I could describe it. They're playing the cards they're dealt. And this this speaks volumes, OB. And I remember the draft show that you were, you know, irate that we didn't get a receiver with the second-round pick, and we drafted two secondary players, which would be Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon. And in my mind, Eberflus said, if we can't stop anybody, it doesn't matter how many yards Justin Fields throws or runs for if we can't stop anybody. So he had to try to patch up the, the holes in the defense. All that being said, he, I think, I think he thought we would get more production. Now, Justin Jones, the defensive tackle 93, today was his best game. This is what we need to see. Him flash five, six, seven times in a game, a tackle for no loss, a get after the quarterback. He forced a, well, it should have been called grounding. Of course, the, the blind official didn't call that either. All that being said, he is maybe the only guy in the front seven that you could say could have a, a ceiling that is exceptional. Everybody else, they're just, you know, middle of the road garden variety players. So, they know they can't do a whole lot with what they've got, and you know they're hoping that everybody gets a little, uh, a little well, uh, seasoning, and then next year a difference maker at defensive end, maybe a linebacker that you know a six four, two hundred forty pound pass rusher that can put his hand on the line and go after the quarterback. So I think it's it's status quo on defense. Well, Danny, that's where the coaches come in, and Bob. Okay, let's say what you just said is correct. Jones, the kid, he had a hell of a game, whatever. But where, where the heck was everybody else? Okay, and that has that's got to come from the coaches, Danny, and that's got to come from your defensive game plan. How are you going to attack the Dolphins? Okay, are they a passing team? Oh my God, yes, they are. That's all they do. They got two phenomenal, two phenomenal receivers. What do you think they're going to run the ball all day long? No. So what you do is you've got to go after Tua. You got to be creative with line tricks. And I told you blitzes with the linebackers and blitzes with your defensive backs. Over and under shift the defensive line. Start out start out with a four-man line, even line, then overshift or undershift. Put a center, a left tackle or a right tackle on the nose of the center. Have movement. Make them think. Make them make mistakes. And these are things that you can do. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. Now, if we don't have the talent like Dan says, then make them better. And how do you do it? By scheming better. By scheming better. Offset the line. Come with defensive back blitzes, linebacker blitzes, line tricks. That's what you do. That's exactly what the hell you do. And they have the leading sacker on this football team is a rookie safety with three sacks. So that tells you our pass rush is lost in nowhere land. It's got to. That's uh, what. A, damn it, Dan. I'll, I'll say to folks and Bobby. I'm telling you, it's it's got to. When the, like the coaches can't see that these like defensive coordinator and the and the back coaches, the line, they can't see this. They can't see that they have a problem, and they obviously they can't. And if they, what, because they can't figure it out? Figure it out. By the way, my, my buddy uh, OD texted me today and said, what happened? A, a Pro Bowl breakout? Nobody's tackling anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the way it was. Yeah, exactly. 312-981-7200, the number. Let's switch the gears and talk a little offense with Kevin out in Elmhurst. Kevin, you're on with Happen OB. Hey, Dan and Ed, how are you? <clears throat> it's great uh, to talk to you. Hi, Kev. Uh, I'm just asking... Um, what do you think about Justin Fields' uh, process of looking off receivers? It just seems like he doesn't have, you know, and he's only, a, you know, in his second year. But um, looking looking off his receivers and trying to find another one, you know, the, the process of a quarterback, it just seems like he gets his cold feet and wants to take off. And I understand he probably doesn't have time with the offensive line, but, uh, you know, usually there's, Two, three receivers and a, and a, you know a, a a back that he can look off to, and it just seems like he he doesn't have that process. 
Well, it's a process, and you know, quite honestly, you know, we talked a month ago about Tom Brady said when he goes to the line of scrimmage and he puts somebody in motion, he knows already what the coverage is and where he's going to throw it. Obviously, Justin Fields doesn't have that type of awareness yet, yet. But here's something I I never thought of. You know, he wears that that shield on his helmet. Now, I know this that some of the guys Mongo wore one, and sometimes you couldn't make eye contact with him in the huddle because it kind of reflects, and you can't see his eyes. I don't know how you're looking off yourself if you can't if they can't see your eye. I don't know why. Maybe if he does develop this ability to look people off, take the shield off so they can see it. No, I know, I know. It's just it seems like the process isn't there all the time, you know. And and I know it's it's and, um, Kevin. And there is an answer for you on that. And it's just what I said. It's the coaches. We've got tw- we, we had twenty six coaches under the last guy. This guy, we've got twenty five coaches, twenty five coaches to try to get eleven guys on offense, eleven guys on defense, and create a plan. For you to traverse the field and score points in four quarters of football, but and the and on the other side of the ball, take your defense and stop them. We have twenty five coaches here. All right, where is the coaching? Why don't we have a wide open passing game plan? Why don't we attack downfield defensively? Why don't we blitz with our linebackers? Why don't we come with line tricks? Why don't we come with a strong side safety blitz? Why don't we come with a corner blitz and a steady diet of it? Be aggressive. That's the question I'd like to ask Eberflus and Poles. Why? And here's here's the the, the tail end of that. And I, I, I guess you, I can't talk about it, but why wouldn't you blitz this kid? He missed three weeks with a concussion. I'm just saying that's it's pro football. Danny, they should have blitzed the hell I, out I just, of Tua. Because they're scared of leaving everybody uh, you know, hung out to dry. Well, That's then what guess is. what? We got the wrong scared. damn coaches here and the wrong yep. players. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick time out here and come back with a final segment in just a moment. It's Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you have the design runs the way we have them, I think it sets them, you know, we have the sweeps and the powers and the counters and the misdirections, and then you have the ability to, you know, our runners didn't have the numbers they usually have today, but uh, they've had great numbers, you know, and having that one-two punch and really the third punch with the quarterback to be able to run the ball that way, I think it's uh, very difficult for the defenses. Capital B, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Matt Eberflus there talking about the fact that Justin Fields basically lapped at the field, if you will, as the running backs. Uh, he had one more carry than David Montgomery and uh, several more yards. Well, obviously he's going to you know comment on it, it's, but it's not... It's not a perfect world when your quarterback's running for five times more than your leading ground gainer. Listen, what I just said before break, I'm going to tell you something. you got 25 coaches, guys, and really think about this. Our listeners out there, 25 coaches, and you mean to tell me you can't come up with a game plan offensively to traverse the field? You can't come up with a game plan to attack an offense, your opponent's? Are you kidding me? Because guess what? That's what you saw today. What did we do defensively? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> exactly. Let's try to get one more call in here. We've got to wrap things up. We'll go to uh, Mark out in Bartlett. You're on with Happen OB. Mark, go ahead. Hey, OB and Hamp. Hey, Mark. Thank you very much for making me a lifelong Bear fan. My wife doesn't necessarily agree with that, though. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we talked about the late the late game penalty, non-call, and then earlier the, the call that was made that shouldn't have been. But what about, did you guys notice on the one sack that they did, against, did get against Justin, he, his head was, he was lifted up and his head was driven into the ground. They only showed it one more time and it was from the opposite angle, so you couldn't really tell. But I thought that was, that, that should have been paid more attention to. Even the announcers didn't bring it up. The Brady... The Brady uh, pass it or um, roughing the quarterback was like a feather compared to this call, in my opinion. And Justin actually got up a little bit, and I was worried that he was a little woozy, but I think he shook it off. And I don't know if you guys noticed it. Am I the only one? I did. I did. 
And, and you know what? And, and again, I'll, I'd like to hear your opinion on this, Mr. Obradovich. But in my mind, and this is the way it was when I played a little bit, was if that quarterback is running, then he is showing a willful disregard for contact. And, open game. Yeah. And so if you're running, then it's like opening a, a new can of quarterback because we're going to get you. And it reminds me of what my grandma used to say. If you break your leg, don't come running to me. <laughs> don't come running. Makes sense. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if he's running around like a crazy man, and they're going to whack you, and they're not going to call it. And you know, Brady, he's a hundred years old, so they're protecting him. Yeah, you know, and it seemed like even Fields had to to kind of lobby. Uh, I think it was earlier this year. Was yep. it during the preseason when he uh, when he got drilled in the head? Yeah, he slid, and they 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 whacked him. Yeah, and it's uh, you know one of those things. I guess the young quarterbacks, kind of like what we saw today too, with the with the non pass interference call late. Reputation does un- unfortunately enter into that sometimes. Well, and again, yeah. there's no way in in my world that you call the one on Eddie Jackson. But if you do, then you damn well better call the other one on them. They didn't. All right, let's this coming week we got Detroit here at home. Okay, is the team we could beat? Yes. Okay, get Justin in a passing game. With our receivers, we've got quality receivers. Get them involved in a passing game to our backs. Let our backs run the football. Defensively, it's enough already with passive defense. I want you to be aggressive against Detroit. When they come here, take them apart. Play after play, quarter after quarter. If you guys be aggressive, I'm telling you, you can win this game this week against Detroit and get back on a winning pattern. Did it get you know you know what it comes down to what what I enough is enough already. All right, I've seen nine games where offensively, what do we do? Nothing. Yeah, we do nothing, folks. Our running backs ran nowhere. Defensively, what did we do? Nothing. We didn't stop anybody. It's time, folks. Let it go, kids. Go after people. All right, this week it'll be better for the offense because we're playing Detroit. There's no D in Detroit. So, here we go. See what you did there. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time as always. Thank you for all listening as well. The news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. We'll be back with you next week at 11 a.m. on Sunday. The Bears and the Detroit Lions from Soldier Field. Clever. Very clever. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at Chevy's Drive Chicago.com.